looking for career advice from a career coach, and he had led teams that have placed over 6,000 pros in 21 industries, worked at the largest Fortune 500 recruitment firm in the world, was responsible for over $50 million of placements of executives, and was one of the top recruiters recognized nationally while serving in the United States Army. You'd probably say he's qualified. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. Career competition is fierce. If you're a director, a VP, or an executive, this podcast is for you. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. And this is your host, Tim Madden. All right. How is everyone doing today? Hope you are well. Hope you are well. Welcome to the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast with myself, Tim Madden. And hey, if you don't know me, I help those targeting six figures and multiple six figures find jobs they love quickly. As we get started, if you're always looking for more career advice, you can go check out execupgrades.com backslash publications where you can see articles that we've written on Forbes, Entrepreneur, Business Insider, and we just had a couple more articles drop this week to aid you in your career, so I highly encourage you to go take advantage of those. So hey, each week, I deliver tactics and strategies to help you with your mindset, your online brand, getting on more interviews, converting those interviews to offers, and the one thing that no one likes to talk about, right, salary and negotiation. Here's what I know about money. No one likes talking about it. Everyone wants more of it. If that's you and you're watching um, live in the ECN right now, say, hey, Tim, that's me. Hey, and we also talk about how to be super successful when you land your next role. Each week, we go live inside the Executive Career Network, which is the fastest growing career network of professionals targeting some six figures or multiple six figures. And hey, if you're watching the ECN today, say hello. We also stream to iTunes, Spotify, and put this on YouTube as well. Do me a favor. If you get any value from what we're about to talk about today, share this with a, a friend. Follow the stream. Follow the podcast. Leave me a review over on iTunes. I would really, really appreciate it. And hey, there's some cool stuff. I was just checking, and I'm going to pull it up right now. We have people now inside of the Executive Career Upgrades podcast that uh, I got to call out the new countries. Hi to my friends in Costa Rica. They were new. Hi to my friends over at in Dubai who were tuning in now. And we got one more area. Hey, in Egypt. So while predominantly most of the Executive Career Upgrades podcasts are in America, hey, we have multiple people tuning in from the UK, Spain, Germany, and all across the country. So Thank you guys so much for tuning in. All right. Success stories. Something I love talking about. It's the only thing I like talking about every single day. Huge success for someone named Chris who was recently working with us. He said, hey, Sam, I wanted to thank you and your team for all the help, support, and motivation in landing my new role. Yesterday, after working together through several weeks of negotiations, I accepted an offer to take a new role as a VP of sales. My start date is in two weeks. Here's the important part. I'm not gonna read it all to you because you know most of the time you guys are just interested in money. So let's drop it. He got a jump from 3.30 was his previous base commission you know, total comp. Now he's at 4.60 and he got a 40K sign-on bonus. 
So holy smokes, congrats to Chris, who basically got 130K total comp increase and a 40K sign-on bonus. Man, if you want to learn the same tactics and strategies that Chris learned to elevate his career, or you want to learn about how to automate your job search, I highly encourage you to go over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast so you can schedule a call with us and we can learn more about your career. So let's get started. Episode nine, how to answer difficult interview questions. How to answer different interview or difficult interview questions. Hey, Mary Lise from Washington, D.C. Hey, Raquel from Florida. Guys, this is going to get you one time or another. This is absolutely going to get you. You're going to be hit with one of these kind of difficult interview questions. And if you're not prepared, let me be the first to tell you, this interview is over. Let me give you an example of when Tim Madden got out of the military. Talk about tough questions, okay? So here's what happened. I'm going on one of my first interviews after just being in the military for over a decade, right? Completing my bachelor's degree, having a successful military career, all of these achievements and accolades, et cetera. So I'm thinking that this transition, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be totally fine. So I go to one of my first interviews. Here's what the guy asked at the time. This was like in 2010. He said, hey, Tim, how much did you make in the military? And back then, guys, I didn't know anything about going on interviews, right? I was like, I was just out, out of the military. You got paid you know, based on your rank and how many years you've served. So I basically said, hey, in the military, if you add up all my benefits, I was probably making $70,000 a year, you know, right when I got out, you know, nearly almost 15 years ago at this point. The hiring manager said, oh my God, I can't believe we pay you guys much, that much. Do you think you should have been making 70K in the military? Guys, this was my first experience in the corporate world. I didn't know what to say. I basically got like slapped in the face. I'm like so confused by this question. Like is 70K a lot of money? I don't even know if it's a lot of money. I'm not sure. What do I say? And I ended up just like, but uh, you're going to meet these types of people on these interviews, right? It's your job to handle it successfully. And if you don't, it's going to be ended. Now, in that case, I probably didn't want to work for that guy because he probably didn't value veterans or service or et cetera, you know, the way you know, regardless of how I handled it, these questions may throw you for a loop. So let me get into what monster.com thinks are the hardest interview questions. And hey, German from Orlando watching live in the ECN, glad to have you. Man. Okay, what is your greatest weakness? Talk about one of the dumbest questions. Hey guys, if, you're, if you interview people and you ask this question, I'm sorry, weekly keep it real here on this podcast, just slap yourself. Is this not one of the dumbest questions? Like who came up with, what is your greatest weakness? But let me tell you, this is one of the top questions that you're gonna be answered or asked in interview, okay? So I wanna show you just a way to overcome this, okay? Without, you know, using your weakness as a strength or what, whatever. Here is how Tim Madden would handle what is your greatest weakness, okay? Mine is, hey, you don't know. Hey, John, I don't know what I don't know. Throughout my career of being a business leader for 20 years, here's what I know. There's a lot of things I had to figure out 
And there's a lot of things I'm still trying to figure out. So I would assume that I have many large weaknesses. However, once those weaknesses have been identified throughout my career, what I have done is watch some of the most, the, 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 you know, international bestsellers on this, on these topics, such as marketing, sales, um, leadership, or I've hired, hired kind of external coaches to help me. So while I think I still probably have, you know, a couple weaknesses that I'm not even aware of, the ones that I am aware of, I'm the first person who's going to make it a point to, you know, do something with that deficiency. Right. The last thing we want to do is say, hey, I'm bad about time management. Hey, I'm horrible about managing my time. Hey, I wish I did a better job managing my team. Right. So just let them know, hey, I've had a lot of weaknesses throughout my career. Right. And I'm still working through a couple right now. However, once I identify that I am lacking in some you know, area, I make it a point to resolve that as quickly as possible by, you know, international best-selling books, coaching programs, and I'm really big into self-development. Doing this has made me the leader that I am today, being a lifelong learner. This is a really good way to answer the question, right? It's letting people know, regardless of if you want to talk about, you know, things that you're bad at, things, you know, that you could improve on, just let people know, hey, when I'm aware of it, I start working on it immediately which is why I've been so successful, which is why I'm sitting here talking to you for this VP of sales job. Where do you feel you need the most help? So that's one way to answer what's your greatest weakness, right? Wrap in. You've been weak at many areas. However, you've always made it a point. And let's be honest, if you're watching this ECU podcast and hi from Chicago, Wayne, if you're watching, I'm sure there's been times through your career where you knew you were lacking in said area. What did you do? Right. You probably sought information, started watching YouTube videos from an influencer on that topic, and you probably become better at it. How do we get better at everything? Training. So let them know that you're a lifelong learner, because likely if you're watching listening to this podcast, you, you are right. OK, now one that gets people fired up all the time, OK, is why should we hire you? OK, let me tell you that this is not only going to be. Okay, this isn't just for entry level jobs. Lots of people ask this question. Why should we hire you? Now, most people, okay, well, I'll just, we'll, we'll go into the answer right now. Remember, you, you need to forget about yourself for a second. When they say, why should we hire you? Guys, I've heard a lot of funny stuff after interviewing tens of thousands of people, right? I really need a job. This is a big upward mobility move. This is a basically saying something for your benefit. Okay. When you are asked the question, why should we hire you? If you've listened to the previous interview podcast, what are we talking about? What are they really looking for? This question should have probably already been asked in the interview because it's one of the first questions we try to get to. Okay. So make sure, hopefully you've asked that question. What are you looking for? So then when they say, why should we hire you? And you know something about their, their, their mission and their values, right? We're going to just repeat back to them. So, hey, why should we hire you? Hey, great question. You know, you have shared with me that your problems and what you're trying to accomplish are X, Y, and Z. 
as I've shared with you throughout this interview, I've showed you how I can overcome them X by doing ABC, right? And then try to tie in their purpose, mission, or values that hopefully you've done some research on or you've talked to someone at the corporation. But remember, why you why they should hire you should be nothing about your benefit, should be all about what they would gain from hiring you. Does that make sense to everyone? So remember, why should we hire you? Well, what are they looking for? What are their challenges? Hopefully those have been brought up. Okay, so that we could reiterate that. It's very similar to a question of why do you want to work here? We could go back into, well, John, as you shared with me, you said you're looking for someone to combat turnover, increase efficiency, and do these things. These are big challenges that I love taking on from my previous ones. Does that make sense? You've noticed uh, when I shared with you a couple podcasts ago about the person I saw being interviewed at um, Chipotle, right? I know this is a funny joke and it was an entry level job, but it still applies all the way up the chain to the CEO of a big company. She said, why do you want to work here? I love food. I love making food. I love doing these things. So remember, always focus on when they ask, why should we hire you? Or why do you want to work here? You've pulled out. What are they really looking for already? What are some of their challenges? And just repeat that back to them and let them know that you can alleviate those challenges. You can fill that need and maybe add something in about their mission or their purpose or their values. Okay. Now, two more. This one could be tough. Hey, if you've got a tough interview question that you would like us to work through, go ahead and post it in, in the ECN. But let me know. Let's take a second and see how you guys would handle this one. Okay. So here we go. Hey, I see you were working at IBM for the past five or 10 years, but haven't received a promotion. Why do you think that is? The reason I bring this up is I recently worked with someone at T-Mobile. He was in the IT space and he had been a senior manager for 10 years. He was trying to break through to the director of you know Fortune 500 companies. What are you gonna say, guys? Be prepared. Hey, you haven't got a promotion, right? Hey, you, you, you left your last positions. You stayed at the company too long. These are coming up. They're going to be difficult. They're going to be awkward. You may get caught off guard. Make sure you're prepared. Uh, that's what we're going to end with today. Make sure you have a question for everyone's situation is different, right? Like, hey, I had, you know, here's a great way to answer it. Hey, I know you worked at T-Mobile for the last 10 years as a senior manager, but it doesn't look like you were getting promoted. Hey, why do you think that is? Great question. Um, one thing is I've actually had a lot of other opportunities outside of T-Mobile that were upward mobility moves, but I love this department so much and my bosses actually haven't left. The reason I'm pursuing a new career now is I, I really want to take on more responsibility and I made the biggest impact I could at T-Mobile. Okay. That's one way to answer. Let me go through another one that catches everyone off guard. This is probably the most valuable one I'll share on the podcast today. Give me a brief overview of your last positions and why you left. Anyone been asked this question before? And then you're like, crap, now I gotta tell them why I left every single company and go through my whole background. Remember, the only reason they are going to hire you is they have a need, they have 
things they're looking for this person to accomplish, and there's probably some challenges associated with it. That is the only reason you're going to get hired. It's not going to be because of your background. It's not going to be because of all of these questions. So remember, you have limited time on an interview. We want to spend the majority of time figuring out what are they really looking for? How can I tell them I've done those successfully? What are their challenges? How can I show them that I've solved similar challenges? So remember, questions that are not going to add value to this interview, we try to answer very quickly. So let's go back to this one. Hey, run me through, you know, your whole career, you know, starting with your current position. Tell me why you want to leave, et cetera. Hey, Raquel, that's a great question. Let me be the first to say over the past 20 years, I've only left a position because of these few reasons. Number one, I've made the biggest impact I could at that organization. Number two, a recruiter like you got a hold of me for an upward mobility move that I just couldn't resist. Or number three, potentially something else, right? But what this question will allow you to do with the response is say, hey, I've only left organizations because of, oh yeah, now I remember number three, sorry guys, I'm not looking at my notes, a reduction in force. So, hey, Raquel, I've only left companies because of these three reasons. A recruiter got a hold of me for an opportunity I couldn't resist. I made the biggest impact I could at the organization, so I started looking at other opportunities. Or number three, um, I was affected by a reduction in force. Um, so we can go through these individually if you want, Raquel, but those are the only reasons I've left previous positions. And then if they want to dig further, well, what about IBM? Hey, it was a riff in 2015 that affected 30,000 people. That's it. Hey, why'd you leave? You know, GoDaddy. Great question. Uh, this recruiter contacted me from Accenture. I was super happy at my current role, but they needed a leader to take over this other organization. My friend worked there, so I choose to make that move. Make sure you know how to answer these questions. All questions in the interview. Make sure you know how to answer a question like, what's something you didn't like about your last job? Why do you want to work here? Tell me about your whole background. Here's what's going to happen real quick and tell me about your whole background is if you're going to sit there and talk for 20 and 30 minutes, people are going to fall asleep. You're not going to add value. You're not going to know what they're looking for and they're not going to call you back. Short, sweet, to the point on these interview questions. Okay. And remember, if you don't know how to answer these, you need to practice. You need to prepare. You need to make sure you're prepared before you go on these interviews, right? Just like a professional sports player. Athletes train and prepare before the event. A boxer prepares before the event. The last thing you want to do is go on the interview of your dream job. Can you imagine getting hit with one of these questions? You don't answer it right and they overlook you. What a shame that would be. Hopefully these helped you. I would highly recommend you probably go back and listen to this podcast again because I know you're going to get these questions at your company and I've given you just a couple ways to, you know, um, answer these successfully. I'm going to leave you with the quote on one topic. This is one, a quote that's just amazing from one of my favorite college football coaches. The greatest things in life take sacrifice and discipline and that's why so few people achieve great things because they don't want to sacrifice and they don't want to have discipline for, you know, something great that they should be achieving. So you see these people have great things in their life, 
that you look up to. Everyone on this podcast right now has someone that they look up to right or wrong. Okay. It's because they were sacrificed. They sacrificed a lot and they were disciplined long before you even knew them. That's the truth. The only thing you're going to see right now on social media, this is not part of the quote, is Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Gary Vee, all of these leaders, John C. Maxwell. You're like, wow, this guy is successful. Go take a look at him 30 years ago. Okay. They were sacrificed and disciplined over a long period of time. So remember, if you're going after a new career right now, you have to practice, which is going to take a little bit of sacrifice because it's going to take time. And the discipline is you have to do it every day to hone in on your interview skills. The ending of the quote. So don't get mad later when you've created your whole storm in your life and then it starts raining on you. In this analogy, okay, don't get mad when you go on an interview and you're not prepared to answer one of these questions because you haven't properly prepared. If you want to have a conversation unlike any conversation you've ever had with your career, go to execupgrades.com slash podcast. Thanks for tuning in for episode nine. See you next week.